Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the middle ground. This is David, the freaking Rican Rivera, here and with my Dan brother. With uh, no name. Dan, no name. The, no the, odd, name dog. the odd dog. <laughs> the odd dog. I like that. We'll go with that. All right. We could go with that. Dan, the odd dog Rivera. <laughs> so, this week has been a complete long shit show week for me. I don't know about you. Yeah, same here. What you got? For me, it's end of quarter, end of month, trying to hit a target number, and it's just complete fucking madness, and the auto industry is down across the board, so we're basically sucking, blowing, and fucking everything and everyone we can. All right. Are you getting customers walking in? Yeah, but only because we've been prospecting them and basically telling them, hey, you want a free car? Here you go. Right. Really? Yeah. The Today, I took a three... Basically, I took a three thousand dollar under cost deal to write a deal. Uh huh. Damn. Oh, and you get the um, you you get credit for that, don't you? You get that uh incentive. Well, it goes towards my bonus, and I get paid for it. But still, it's just the fact that. Yeah, you sold the unit. All right. Yeah, we're we're bleeding out money left and right. That's crazy. And the less profit the dealership makes, it next month all all pay gets affected by that. Right. Yeah. So the pay across the board goes down. Right. Damn, that sucks. Is it at least up from before? I remember it was dead for a long time. Yeah, we've been busy the last two months, and thankfully, I've last month I had a fucking monster month, and this month not as not as crazy, but it's still going well. Right. So well, sun's um, out, fucking buy cars. Well, usually we're 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 busy as fuck at this point. Right. But we we're just it's just bizarre. This. This is my seventh year of selling cars, and this is the slowest June I've ever experienced. It, it's all across the board. It's kind of dead in my industry, too, uh, the locksmith industry. Um, I mean, uh, my company's got a few, uh, like, solid accounts, but um, our main, our main like, bread and butter is a bank, and uh, they, they just limited the amount of uh, calls that they're doing now. Hmm. So uh, they had it for a while where we could just put in work orders for anything. Like, you, you know, you got to fix a lock there. Uh, they want something changed from a, a mechanical lock to digi- digital, you know, safe lock, you know, uh, do it right there, put another work order in. Now they're having to uh, process it through the uh, facilities manager. And he's like really scrutinizing these and he's asking if it's actually necessary. And, you know, so it's kind of because everyone's cutting costs. Everyone's yeah, cutting costs. Yeah. Everyone yeah. is tightening their belt because, you know what, I even though the stock market's fucking been having great two years, I think the true economy is in shambles. I've heard that. I think... Yeah, you're not the only person that, that said that I I. I I saw people on actually on Reddit. Uh, I'm a Reddit whore. The second time I'm bringing up Reddit, um, I saw a lot of people actually commenting on that how the uh, economy's not doing so great, but the uh, stock market is. Yeah, the stock market's doing great. Investments are doing great. You know, it, it's the futures and, and the possibility of investment and shorting and all this other bullshit. But then when you also look at the actual industry, the fact that our president is with the tariff game and the posture yeah. and everything. Industries are freaking out. My industry in particular is getting affected heavily by the tariffs, getting heavily affected by the set change on raw materials, right. the change to the EPA regulations to the auto industry. So, you know, America first. But meanwhile, you know, my, the parent group that is Audi's under is Volkswagen and Volkswagen of America has a plant in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and mm-hmm. they're, they're still Chatt- paying out the ad- what? Chat a fucking nougat, <laughs> what the hell? and they're paying right. out the ass for fucking raw materials because yeah, the tariffs are changing, and, and steel steel's fucking skyrocketing. Yeah. You know, it's just. And I've seen China. Uh, you know, at least uh, I've seen articles that China does is, has no intention of backing down. 
they, they think they can uh, wait this out and survive it. And they're not going to They budge. can because they're used to their yeah. people being impoverished. Yeah. And honestly, the, the government does whatever the fuck they want. So if people starve yep. to death, like, what are they going to do about it? Look, look at what they're doing in Hong Kong. Uh, yep. a, a fifth of the population is protesting and, and what's changing, you know? Now they're actually blaming the protesters. You know, they're arresting them and then they're, you know, saying different things like they're blocking traffic, they're blocking an ambulance and stuff like that. And, you know, they had to be forcibly removed. And, uh, you know, people are denouncing that and saying uh, it's a bunch of lies and the government's making it up. And America's not like that. We're not going to survive that. The, the people are, are going to, you know. We're soft now. Yeah, we are. Well, yeah, I mean, compared uh, to countries like that, we've always been soft. But uh, we're first world, you know. Well, I guess yeah, we're, fir- too, but... we're first world. And it's just, you know, it's we don't, we don't know how to deal with fucking hardships. Yeah. Um, Abby Martin, who is a super, super, super left-leaning uh, news journalist, whatever the fuck you want to call her, right. is was on Rogan recently, and she's talking about, you know, all this crap about China and how that America's an empire and everything. Yeah, we're a fucking empire. Yeah, we are. But, Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, we are a colonial power. We we uprose against our colonial powers and ended up becoming one. Yeah. And quite frankly, I'd rather be on the fucking winning team. Yeah, uh, you've said that before, yeah. And I mean, yeah. what, what first world country isn't an empire? I mean, uh, they've got, uh, you know, interests in, in different countries all over the place. Every uh, Britain, Russia, you know, every first world country they've got. Although Russia is kind of like one of those first world, third world things. I got a, uh, a buddy who's from Russia and uh, I started talking to him, you know, because the, the idea of Russia is like they're very powerful. And, you know, he's like, it's a shit show over there. You know, the uh, uh, people spying on each other, you know, you, you, your neighbor spies on you and, and different shit like that. Uh, you, you do something that they call it the KGB. They come knocking on your door. I mean, he's been in America for a while. I don't know if it's changed, but uh you know, you think of it as a first world country, but they, they treat their people just like uh, China does. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. But, yeah. you know, Russians are strong, but that's the, as, on a social aspect. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're tough people. They come from a, a country where you have to be tough to survive. Yeah. You know, we're, we're just soft as shit. And it's just, are, yeah. Did you see any of the uh, Democratic uh, debate? I did not. No, I didn't get a chance. I, I, could, I could not will myself. I could not no. fucking will myself. To I, do it. I saw people making fun of it. I'm, I'm on the uh, conservative subreddit too. I'm, I'm on a conservative, liberal, and uh, moderate subreddits, and uh, mm. people are making fun of them. Uh, they're all fighting over who can speak Spanish, who's got the the best minority cred, <laughs> and then uh, you know, they're they're photoshopping pictures with a, a, a like feather crown on on Elizabeth Warren, and uh, you know they put I... on on Beto. They 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 put um uh, sombrero on him. I'm just saying if Warren pulls ahead trump's gonna crucify her you think so yeah mm. the pocahontas thing his pocahontas line yeah just no tearing, I, don't, I don't think she'd be able to handle that she 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 is not ready for the verbal abuse that he's going to bestow upon her and just break her down i mean so, who is like you know he's so i mean i guess that's that's his drawing point like he's so anti-establishment and he just doesn't give a shit about anything he says whatever the fuck he wants yeah, he's, uh, that's the way he's going to approach everything. Yeah, and and people can't handle it. Uh, uh, Clinton couldn't even handle that. Uh, Hillary, uh, she only got like a, a a quip or two back at him, but honestly, it wasn't that great. Uh, the um, what the hell was it? You're a puppet. I think that's all she got. But you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's a different it's, world now. The uh, debates now. Well, quite honestly, they're also they had to break it into two nights because there's 20 people running. It's crazy. Twenty fucking people. Insane. 
I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna go uh, Democratic. I, I feel like when it's, you've got um, either way. If, if it's like a very unpopular Democrat or a very un- unpopular Republican in office, I feel like usually it swings back the other way, unless mm-hmm. it's wartime, which I think that's what they're trying to push with Iran, because that's what you know happened uh, in the Bush era. You know, uh, he wasn't doing so great with the, the popular vote. We go into a war. And there's never been an occasion where we've been in, at a war and we haven't reelected the, the sitting president. You know, so. Well, I don't know. I, I think even if he fucking wins, they're going to try to impeach him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, it, I don't know. They, they keep saying impeach, 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 but I, I haven't seen any, anything solid. I mean, we're so far into his term already. And, and yeah, what's but happening? They, they, can, they can get him out. See, here, here's the, the fucked up part. Like, Mueller came out and basically said how. The, pes- the president basically obstructed justice. He, and he right. said it in, in himself in a speech. Right. But since he's a sitting president, no one's going to charge him with obstruction of justice. Right. Which is crazy. Absolutely insane. Well, it is crazy, you know, but at the same time, they went after Nixon mm-hmm. for obstructing justice. It's just our whole political system is a fucking mess. Everybody's fucking scared of him because he's a bully. He's able to to posture and, and crush everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's sad, quite frankly. Do you really think he has that much pull though to uh, to damage other people? I mean, he's fairly new to the uh, political game. I mean, he, I know no, he, he was. No, no, he, he was. He's in, not. He's, he's not. not. He's he, he's new to the political game in the sense of being an elected official. Right. He's been behind the scenes for a long time, especially in fucking New York. Yeah. With his bankruptcy shit, with getting shit approved, with sliding sliding shit under the table, he is a hustler, and he is a quick handed. Gets his money, gets in, gets out, sells you the fucking goods. He is a true salesman. He's able to sell you on the goods and back the fuck out. And yeah, he's a shark. He is a shark. Yeah, you know. And mm-hmm. fine, maybe that's what the country needs. But my my only problem is, you know, and I have no issues with Trump. Personal issues. I have no. I don't agree with a lot of you. his policy. No, he didn't insult me. I'm not one of these like fuck Trump. He's the devil. Like right, no, right. No, he was elected fairly. He he is in his rightful position. My issue is with the populace. Mm-hmm. We as the people are accepting and denying his fault in the things he's doing. How so? Well, think about it. The, the obstruction of justice. And, you know, when he postures with certain comments and, and, and he goes, the tariffs this and no one does any research and they're like, yeah, Trump, 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 right. Trump. Mm-hmm. And they don't they don't look at the long term ramifications. Meanwhile, he just announced how he, they came to a trade deal with Mexico. Oh, I got us a great deal. The deal had been in place for at least two months prior to him announcing that. Yeah, he's done that a few times where he's like, oh, yeah, it's going great. It's going great. And then it's like, not, not so great. I think he, he did that with North Korea, North Korea. You know, he's yeah, like, oh, he, yeah, I got him in the palm of my hand, and they haven't followed any of the uh, the things they agreed to. Like, and then oh, Kim, that's a surprise. Kim basically said, uh, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, that's a surprise. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's fucking hilarity. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's kind of sad because it's just, it weakens our position in the world. Yeah. And it's just, our country's already so polarized, and instead of doing what the leadership should be doing, instead of doing what a president should be doing, instead of what doing what a true person of the people should be doing instead of bringing us together he continues to push the divide yeah i, I think that's purposeful um i, I think yes. a, a, a populace that that's divided is easier to control you know if everyone's standing together and you know we're so torn over this obstruction thing and i think that's 
really, and you know, it's the, the help of Facebook and, and social media in general, but you know, I, I think, uh, you know, they're using that to their advantage and a populace that that's split between it where, you know, if you insult Trump or dislike Trump, it's like disliking the person you're speaking to, you know, if like someone's a, a big Trump supporter and you're like, oh, I don't like him. It's like they take that personally, like they, you just insulted them personally. And uh, yeah, that shit has to stop. It really does. And that's I think that's the reason why we can't impeach, because it's it's so polarized. We can't get both sides to agree. Let's do this, you know. No, I agree with you 100 percent, 100 percent. So did you see that uh, there, there's rumors that Keanu is going to be brought into the MCU? I heard that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I did. That's cool. I like Keanu. He's like uh, he's America's sweetheart. <laughs> he's really popular right now. Yeah, but th- there's rumors that they're going to have him play Wolverine. Really? Yeah. I can't. Uh, no, he's a good actor. no, no. He's a good actor, but I can't see him as, as Wolverine. No, <laughs> he, he he's a good actor. Uh, someone who's, I don't know, agile. I could see. I, I'm completely 100 percent behind Tom Hardy being Wolverine. Yeah, uh, Tom 100%. Hardy. 100. Tom. Uh, yeah. I hate reusing the same actors. He's in. Uh, I know he's he's, uh, he's Venom. He's Venom. Yeah, which was terrible. Venom was awful. Uh, <sighs> The portrayal they have of Eddie Brock was terrible. He was like the a crackhead, way- yeah. Yes. Like, hey, the- hey, what, how, how you doing? Hey. Like, the the, the way they portrayed Venom, I loved. That was good. Way- he was a little too jokey, but and he, he warmed up to him a little too quick. But uh, And he also became a, a good guy a little too quick. But I, I did like I, I did like that. I did like well, they, they, but, they, Minus they, those they, caveats. They, they, they had to rush the, the good side of him because, you know, they had one movie. They didn't have Spider-Man to counter him as as the bad i guess but you know they did that with deadpool where he's good but he also like does bad shit you know like but that, uh, that's always been deadpool i believe yeah yeah I think... but, you know you, you can make a, a bad guy and uh there's a worse guy around so like you know he takes care of him and then you can continue developing the character it didn't have to be a straight switch today you know that that movie you know i don't know i feel like they could have yeah. uh uh evolved on on venom or you know stretched out his character arc a little longer i think that was done a little too quickly yeah i get that i 100 percent get that you know it, it's they're, they're lost i think i think across yeah. the board well that wasn't marvel that wasn't mcu that was um that was sony i believe right yeah that was sony All right venom venom was sony but see but <laughs> They could have gone into another joint venture with Marvel. They should have. Like, they really like should have. Yeah. Spider Man and Spider. This Spider Man's been the most popular one. Absolutely. Now, the Tobey Maguire one was was popular, but it was also the first ones, really. So right. I think it, it really went off the fucking rails with number three, though. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Speaking of Spider Man, um, Into the Spider Verse. Wow, it was what amazing. A great fucking movie was what fucking a amazing. Surprisingly great movie. Um, I, I, really... I watched it this week. Yeah, I, I, I saw it probably like uh, maybe three or four months ago. Um, I went in thinking it was just going to be another Spider-Man cartoon, and that was not only a great cartoon, it was just a great movie. Yeah, like, across the board. The, the characters animation. Great, yeah, the animation. Oof. Mm-hmm. The storytelling. Mm-hmm. The, the, not only just the animation, the fact that they made it so movie-like, right. but comic book-like too. Like cutting yeah, in scenes, uh-huh. cutting, in, cutting in little like side quotes and everything, and changing random angles, right. Spider-Sense, and it, it just was a great fucking movie. And old Peter Parker has to be the Tobey Maguire 
Spider-Man. Right, right. And they actually, they, they mentioned that because he, you know, they, in the beginning, he did that, like, dance scene, but he was in the spider suit. But, you know, they were, you know, making yep. fun of uh, Rami's or Raimi's uh, Spider-Man. But um, mm-hmm. not only that, the, uh, how, the way they portrayed black culture, I think, was uh, a lot different than a lot, mo- a lot of movies do. I feel like a lot of well, movies... it was also Hispanic because yeah, he's yeah. Hispanic. Yeah, so I guess maybe minority culture. I, I think they, they mm-hmm. really nailed it because in most movies they'll put in like a minority, but it'll be within white culture. You know, I felt like that was authentic. You know, the way they moved, the way they spoke, everything like yeah. that was very authentic and very believable. He was a Brooklyn kid. Yeah, he was yeah. a genuine Brooklyn kid. Absolutely. Like it, it seems like people from Brooklyn wrote that movie. Yeah, right, right. It, it people who understood well the culture and and understand the way it is in Brooklyn. Right. Wrote it. Uh-huh. You know, it just the, the and, way the family, like, I, like everything. The family. I was actually surprised how much I I liked uh, Gwen Spider. Yeah, yeah, she was pretty Spider good too. Girl. Uh, Spider Spider Gwen, Spidey Gwen. Yeah, Spidey Gwen, yeah. You know, Spider Woman, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. she she called herself. I actually think her suit's pretty fucking badass. It is, yeah. And that that's I, uh, I don't know why comic. I like the white a lot. Yeah, that's a canon. Uh, that canon comic. That's a, a canon character. Like they actually yeah. have a series of Spidey Gwen. And, yeah, uh, it's just. She just looked fucking awesome, and, and the whole thing. And then it, it was funny the like the little quips they would throw in, and it's like especially with old Peter Parker. Right. He goes, "Venom, strike me down," and I'm just <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" He, like he's he, he's referring to characters that he should should have been fighting. Right. And and like I really liked how they did Scorpion. Um. Who who else was fucking in there? Lady Lady Doc Ock, I thought was awesome. Yeah, that was that was a nice change. Uh, Green Goblin, how he was uh, an actual like monster. It was kind of strange, but I I, I did like that character. Yeah, yeah. it's it kind of it, a weird take on him, but it uh, was, was weird, cool. and I didn't understand it because Osborne's supposed to be him. But right, I thought it was fucking cool. Yeah, it was. I thought it was very fucking cool. It's just. You know, he, and I watched it with, with your nephew, my son, and it, he even loved it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some parts he got scared of because how little he is. Right. But still, like, he he spent the rest of the day jumping around the house going, yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> and, and, like, he's he's getting so hardcore into fucking hero stuff. Yeah. And I love it. It's a hero you know? age. Yeah, and he keeps saying, Daddy, let's watch some of your movies. Let's watch Let's watch Captain America. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to put these movies on because people are getting shot and shit right, like right. that. But it's like... You know, they have the kid cartoon version, so I put that on. Oh, yeah, they have the Avengers. Uh, they basically have Infinity War, um, the cartoon version of it, which I think follows oh, the yeah. comic. Yeah, which was actually pretty decent. I, I saw um, I saw uh, bits and pieces of it, it was, and it was, it was pretty good. I didn't watch the whole thing. But that's, that's what I expected with Into the Spider-Verse, just like another cartoon that, you know, you put on just to watch and, and see little bits and pieces. But <sighs> great fun. I was very impressed. And quite honestly, I actually, you know, I didn't really know anything about Miles, but I think he's an awesome fucking Spider-Man. He is, yeah. And the person who played him was great, too. The, uh, and I couldn't pin his voice till I, because I watched it on Amazon, till right. I brought up the character list who played old Peter Parker. Did you ever watch? Oh, Jake uh, Johnson, yeah. 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 Oh, I, I love Jake Johnson. Uh, uh, Lindsay says that uh, I'm, I'm him from uh, New Girl, if you ever saw New Girl. Cause yeah, that's life's... what I was just going to ask. You <laughs> he's did. a wreck. Yeah, yeah. He's a wreck just like me, you know, unorganized and fucking, you know, it's not in tune with the world. And she's like, that that's your your uh, spirit animal, your spirit <laughs> character. He's my you know, dude. I, I, I thought he, he played a very good fucking Peter Parker. He did, yeah. yeah. When you say old he, Peter Parker, I, I'm thinking of the, the first one who was like, you know, the of the same uh, universe as uh, Miles The Morales. one that got killed? Yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about him. And then I realized when he said old Peter I, Parker. I loved how, like, when he got switched over to the universe... And he goes, I saw myself 
and he was perfect. Yeah. Like, like it's almost like it, it shows like how our lives can fall apart. But meanwhile, there's this version in our heads of who we wish we were or right. could be, uh-huh. but still sometimes don't fucking achieve. And to me, I was just like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like he, he's still chiseled. He's still in shape. Like mm-hmm. he's still good. A stable relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also they, they took him when he was still young in, in his twenties as Spider-Man, when things mm-hmm. were still working with Mary Jane. Right. That's when he died. You know, it, they didn't ride him out like they did the other Peter. And where he went to, you know, he, he's an old man. Right. You know, he's, it, uh, it, he's in the shape of an old man. I, yeah, I don't know. A... If they, they might be the same age, actually. I, I think uh, I don't know if they're parallel universes, but it, I think um, no, he was age. older because his hair was great. Oh, was it? Huh. Yeah, his hair was great. So he, it had been a while. Because he even talked about it in his little like where they gave everyone their stories. Did you did you know your favorite person on the planet was uh, the Spider Man Noir? Oh yeah, yeah, I knew uh, Nick Cage, my yeah. boy Nick Cage, your boy Nick Cage. <laughs> did I tell you we saw his um where he's gonna be buried in uh, New Orleans? Yeah, you told me. Yeah, a crazy fucking thing. All but, Marvel. But, but where was it? Um, I I don't remember exactly. It's in it's in the same graveyard as um she's like. A famous um, uh, voodoo priestess, high priestess, um, okay. Mary LeBeau. It, it's mm-hmm. uh, voodoo is really big down there, and she was like the voodoo queen. Actually, they call her. Um, they actually people break into that graveyard and they, um, you know, do uh, voodoo rituals and they make markings on her her grave. It's like this whole ritualistic thing. But he's in the same uh, graveyard as that. You know. So, so the, stop there for a second. Let let me ask you this because I don't think right. you and I have ever really had this conversation. What's that? What are your thoughts on voodoo and Santeria? Us coming from a lineage that Santeria was practiced at one point, right. and coming from a culture that Santeria was so strong, even us going to the Botanicas uh-huh. with mm-hmm. our grandparents. Right. And well, grandparent, we, uh, yeah, our grandfather with, wasn't wasn't too happy about that. Our <laughs> our grandmother, but still, you know, yeah. seeing Doña Fanny and, and shit like that, where we're in these places, and what are your thoughts on it? You know, I, I, I consider it just another religion, honestly. Um, I don't know. I, I, voodoo does have, uh, as they were explaining it, it does have, like, it's not evil. It's not intended to be evil. They have, um, I guess it's about free will, sort of like, you know, the, the Wiccans and all that. It's about free will and, you know, uh, things like that. I, I just see it as another uh, form of religion, honestly. I, I don't uh, necessarily believe in it. I don't believe in its power. Um, if it makes you feel better or I... I, I I do believe in the power, however, of um, the placebo effect. You know, mm. if you are doing a ritual that you honestly believe, like are 100% convinced that it's going to heal you, you might feel better. Depending, I mean, obviously, if you have like AIDS and, and you're taking, doing all this crap, it's not going to cure your AIDS. But if you're like sick or something like that, um, your mind can alter your body in, in the way that, you know, you heal quicker and then you believe in, in it further. And it's kind of like a, you know, a, a endless cycle of, of you know uh, placebo effect it's almost like um, but, um, the fuck is that word where, where it's um, where you where you, you look for nothing but the evidence that supports what you're doing uh, um, right I'm drawing right. a blank on the word it's been a long fucking day um, <laughs> I, yeah I'm not, I'm not sure about the word but something yeah, biased yeah, I'm, I'm like drawing that. a fucking blank on it but right so 
you believe so deeply into it that you know it, it affects yeah, you in a way. Yeah, echo chamber, and you only, you only go into listen to the people that also feel similar to you. So to me, it's like I agree with you on the religion aspect of it. That you know, it, it's a belief to a lot of people that it helps them see certain things. You know, same thing with astrology. Astrology's made such a big fucking comeback all of a sudden. Right. And you yeah. know, people are believing it because people are pulling away from your traditional religions because of whether it's all the child abuse, whether it, it's people seeing it as a lie, whether it's because of the, the dogmatic you know, rituals. You have to behave this way. You have to see it this way. You have to do it this way. And mm. to me, and this is going to sound a little weird coming from me be, being the way I am. Mm. I don't believe in this magical healing. I don't believe in this, you know, oh, I killed the chicken today, so all oh, my good luck. Right. But there's something more than what we acknowledge. You think so? After I did DMT, I did not believe it? it until after I did DMT. Uh-huh. My DMT trip was so thought-provoking and ground-shaking and fucking changed my character to the core. Right. And my DMT experience was number one a shit show, as you know. I I <laughs> took it on one of my birthdays, you know, it was gonna be my birthday experience. Here I am thinking I fucked up taking it. So what I actually think is I'm not sure if it was DMT or psilocybin. And the reason I'm not sure right. if it was DMT or psilocybin is because I ingested it. DMT should not be able to convert unless it is ayahuasca ayahuasca is the tea where they have different forms of dmt that are able to survive the liver ayahuasca or uh, psilocybin is able to do that and have a very similar experience to dmt so once it was ingested in my system because i accidentally ingested some of it about half an hour later while i'm in the middle of ihop i start tripping (laughs) and i Literally, as they are serving my food to me, start panicking, start right. freaking out. I hope you tip the guy. I well. literally <laughs> looked at them and said, I need to fucking go now. It's a fucking emergency. Paid them and left. <laughs> and I did tip her. I think. Right. I'm pretty there sure I did. <laughs> I hope <laughs> that motherfucker didn't. I drove me. home with basically sitting on the steering wheel, calling out red light ahead <laughs> to make a left, like literally walking myself on how to drive home because I was freaking the fuck out. Right, right. I get home finally, lay down in my bed, I close my eyes. Close my eyes. And normally you close your eyes, you just see black, nothing special. Everything is a white canvas where shapes and prisms and like all these interesting things are going. I'm like, oh, this is so fucking cool. So I'm sitting there with my eyes closed, experiencing it. And in the middle of that white canvas opens an eye. And this wasn't like a human eye. This wasn't anything like that. It was a fucking reptile eye. Yeah. And I started freaking the fuck out. I I opened Damn. my eyes. Nothing's there. I'm like, all right, calm down, calm down, calm down. Give into it. You, you, you did this for a reason. Come on. Right. So I close my eyes. I give into it. The, the canvas starts again. The eye opens again. And I'm watching mm. it. And so it's all white canvas around the eyelids. And, it, you know, it starts to scale down a little bit like it's a reptile eye. And the eye's green and the center's yellow. Almost like a, like a Sith yellow in the center of it. Right. The, the rest of the eye is green around it. Next thing I know, I'm in the middle of a lake. I'm floating right. in the middle of a lake and the eye's still watching me. 
and it closes, the eye closes and it turns into a moon. The moon starts pulling me. Like a, it's like a gravitational pull and I can feel it tugging at my body, trying to pull me out of the water. And I start fighting. Right. I start going, no, you can physically, I can feel, physically something feel something happen. Really? To me. That's crazy. Like I feel like someone's trying to pull me. Like someone has me by the arms and the torso trying to lift me out of the water. My skin is cold. Right. I feel wet. Like I feel like I'm in water, like I'm floating in water. Mm-hmm. It's pulling me, it's pulling me, it's pulling me. And I start fighting and I start freaking out. No, 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 no. You're not, no. And I start freaking out. And all I hear, and it wasn't my voice, it wasn't like my internal monologue voice saying, let go. Right. Let go. And I know for a fact I started saying out loud, no. I was saying, no, Mm -hmm. no, no, no. And it kept pulling at me, pulling at me. And it's like, let go. And I finally was just like, come on, Dave. Come on, Dave. Just let go. Was anyone no, home? I was by myself. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, I wouldn't. I don't. Like, I don't think doing? I could do this by, with someone around. I don't think I, I would be right. comfortable enough to give in to something like that with people around. Uh, you know, maybe you. You know, maybe Bob, but I really don't think I could. So, right. I finally let go. The pulling gives me a hard jolt and then stops and lets go. The moon disappears, mm. and all I hear is that voice again going. See, this is your problem. You can't just let go. And I was there just Brilliant. floating. I was just floating in the water. And it was Did the, the voice sound familiar or No, or not at all. Like a not even like, voice. I, That's like, crazy. I could not peg peg a name, peg a person to it, anything. And I right. sat there and I floated. And then when I came out of it, because I had started a timer, it was only ten minutes. I felt like I had been there an hour for hours. That's crazy. Right, right. My skin was clammy. I was cold. And I felt like I had just gotten out of water. Hmm. And for the rest of the day, I was fucked up. Not fucked up in like a drunk or, you know, high sense, like mentally. But your brain was like fried? I was exhausted. Something like that? Yeah, I was exhausted Uh from it. But at the same time, I was like, it was like truly seeing myself. Like you don't need to control everything. And for some reason that resonated Mm -hmm. with me so fucking hard. Like, you know, anytime you and I have had a tiff, anytime I've had shit with my wife, anytime I, you know, a lot of it comes down to control and it comes down to control because I have expectations of people or I think my way is the only way and this is how it should be. Right. But I'm wrong. Like Mm -hmm. my way is not necessarily the best way. Oh yeah. And for me, like, that really like you saw it like truly for yeah the first you know time. I, you know I'm, I'm sure you've heard that before i heard but, it and you know, thought i believed it yeah. and you know everybody can live their life but that that really like buried it into me right everybody is their own individual and we're all just trying to fucking make it you know right. and and you and i have had arguments over it we've had our things over it, and i think a big part of it i had issues with you and me fighting because I'm your older brother, and I always thought I know best. I'm going to protect them, and you know, the, and, right? Okay, you know, I see it, what you mean. But I'm uh-huh. wrong. You know, we're not kids anymore. You're a fucking grown man. Like, who yeah. the fuck am I? Even though I am your brother and I want the best for you, who the fuck am I to tell you how to live your life? Because I know right. for a fact, if you try to tell me how to live my life, I'd be like, uh, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> fuck you know, you. and it's just it really like. It, it it was like seeing red for the first time. Like, oh, red's my favorite color, and then like it. You really like see I, it. I really see it. 
and it was just mm. I want to do it again, but I'm still like scared. Yeah, also. probably. Yeah, I'm 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 terrified of of that. I've I've read because I've read on a uh, psilocybin. Um, they're actually they've uh, on a, in a few states. I'm, I'm sure you've you've heard of this. They've uh, legalized it. Colorado uh, psilocybin for yeah yeah. So um, it, from what I've read, it increases a person's empathy, like their ability to put themselves in other people's shoes and stuff like that. And uh, at least microdosing for long periods of time. So uh, you know people with uh, 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 what is it um, shit. Uh, depressive disorder what is it a uh, major depressive disorder mm. mdd um it increases their empathy so they're you know better able to empathize with other people and you know it, it, it helps them in the long run which is a lot better than um antidepressants because that that's fucking antidepressants are no fucking joke yeah they fuck they up they fuck, fuck up, up they fuck up so many different aspects of you yeah and I mean, um, I've, I've had a friend, uh, she went on uh, antidepressants at first. And now out of nowhere, all these other issues are just like piling on. And it's like now she's uh, schizophrenic or, or something close to that. And it, it's like I have a, a very strong feeling, a suspicion that it's because of the antidepressants, which make you dependent on it and just completely alters your brain chemistry. You know? People go on antidepressants that their their brain's not suited for it end up killing themselves. You know? Yeah, because it's, uh, but it, it's also uh, you know people doctors put these fucking antidepressants as like a band aid. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Same thing with um uh the the uh, painkillers, opioid uh, painkillers. They they don't care. They're just writing the prescription out. You know, they just hand it out. That's part of the issue because they they make a lot of money off of this shit. Designer drugs. You know. And, but that's crazy that that experience that, that's nuts. I'm I'm sorry, I cut off. Uh, cut no, you no, no. Off. You know, because it, it it really was just like it, it changed me. It, it right. changed me quite a bit, and you know, it, it's like I've even had conversations with my wife, and she's, you know, at times she's like, you know, you used used to be so angry, and now you act like you're some fucking Buddha, where where you you know right. how to tell people, to, and I'm like, I'm not trying to tell anybody what to do. I'm just trying to tell people stop worrying about bullshit. You know, yeah. we've had a we've had deaths in our families. We've had you know our cousin die so young, randomly. You know, no, nobody expected mm. it, and it's it, you know that side of the family's fucking traumatized from it. You know, right. yesterday was his birthday, and it's just it, it's uh it's crazy. You know, and mm-hmm. I life is short. You know, life is short, but it's like I I hadn't like consciously thought about Jonathan's birthday yesterday till like mm-hmm. I, I realized like I knew it was his birthday but then like I was working out and then like for some reason while I'm mid-workout it like clicked in my head like oh shit right like today's his birthday and it's gone like I talked to his oldest son you know and and checked in on him but mm-hmm. it's like he wasn't that much older than me he was a year and a half no. older than me yeah which is nothing that's nothing you know and it's just mm-hmm. It shows you how fickle and and easy it is to to lose life, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and this this ride is temporary, and this existence is temporary. And you know whether you're religious, you're Catholic, Jewish, Muslim, you're you're fucking a Buddhist, a, a astrologist, or fucking uh, whatever it may be. Even mm-hmm. if you know there's a heaven, even if there's an afterlife, even if we're re- reincarnated, whatever it is, the moment that we are experiencing is fickle and temporary you know yeah. and we spend too much time as humans just 
fighting and arguing and you know this person's mine this is mine this this area is mine i'm gonna be right i'm gonna be wrong you know it's pointless yeah especially nowadays everything's so polarized and i think that's a a huge lesson just in in general that you know, uh, life is what you make it. And just because someone has a, a, a different opinion than you or they live differently than you would agree, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're right or wrong and doesn't necessarily mean that you're yeah. right or wrong. You know, we all have our own experiences. We're all in this ride alone for the most part, you know, and, I, and you, you just got to do what you, you can. And I, th- I think you're right. You know, it, no one is right or wrong on how they want to live their life. It's just, mm-hmm. You know, going back again to to us as examples, just because it's easy to use us as examples right now. Like we've had our differences because one of us, both of us, thought we were right. Yeah. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, absolutely, neither one of us are. But no, yeah. But neither one of us are wrong either. Yeah. You know, it. We're both right and both Perspective wrong. is your reality. Mm-hmm. You know that is an unfortunate truth. Truth may be truth, but perspective skews and warps reality. And whatever, and even truth—the way you you uh, perceive a truth, correct? You know, someone might believe, uh, let's say, climate change. One person might strongly believe in it. One person might completely believe that it's false. You know, and and based on your perception of that reality, is is how the world. No, is. and you're you're completely right about that. It's just, it's, it's interesting how, you know, and and they always say it. As you get older, you learn. You know, you learn from your mistakes. Yes, it, it is completely true. You learn from your mistakes and you learn from everything. But at the same time, you almost become truer to who you actually are. You know, I, I you know, maybe you may not, you know, I don't know how you feel about this, but it's like right. as I've aged, things that I've always kind of thought and believed or were either ashamed to, to bring up or, or act out or say or, you know, I was unsure about something or how I wanted to approach it. I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Right. You know, I feel like you've always been at that point, though. See, <laughs> at least teetering around. That yes, point. teetering around that point. I, I'll complete. You know, I, I know I'm a little off on in that sense because I've always, even since we were young, been very much. I'm going to do what I want to do. Right. But there's true to yourself. But right? I've always had a voice in my head that was like, should you have done that? I think everyone has that voice, you know. Everyone doubts themselves in, in varying. But degrees, that voice, you know? as I've aged, has slowly silenced. Not really. And I, I, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. I, I see. I see that. I, I see that in myself too. Uh, maybe not as as uh, intense as you, but you know, I, I've I've always been my entire life self doubt. Everything I say, everything you know, everything I wear, what I'm, I'm how I'm looking, stuff like that. And as I get older, it's like, who fucking cares? Like, like literally right now, I'm on my deck drinking a glass of bourbon, smoking a cigar in uh, Timberlands, <laughs> running shorts that are so short that they look like boxers, and a, and <laughs> nice. a three-quarters t-shirt that has Thor on it. The dad class. Yeah, it has Thor on it with a gut, a beer, and a dumbbell as his hammer and said, still worthy. And my <laughs> beard is longer than it has been in forever, and I frankly don't give a fuck. Like... That that's also, uh, I guess, a prerogative of a, a homeowner, you know, or or even if if it's an apartment, whatever. You own your own space, like you know, you're living in your space. You're dressing the way you want, like you know, doing whatever the fuck you want. You go outside, and walk around your house naked. It's like you know, you own your space. I, I feel like that's what it is. Yeah, and and, and it's like my neighbors were out, and I waved to them, like, "What's up?" Like, I don't give a fuck. This is how I look. Like my man thong. Here's my man thong. Yes, it is up my ass, but it's just like. 
that voice of doubt as I've aged is slowly silenced. And I feel like, you know, perfect example. People are worried, oh, what if you get fired from a job for saying this? And, you know, and it's like I've had moments where I, I, I buck heads with management and I say what the fuck I want to say and I do what the fuck I want to do. You know, and like my GM right now was running around like a psychopath today because my main manager, I have two managers. The main manager wasn't he- here because he has a family wedding and it's the last two days of the fucking quarter and we're behind. And he's running around like a fucking right. psychopath and he says something to me and I just stared at him. And I was like, no. <laughs> I literally said that to him. I just looked at him and I went, no. And I walked away. Right. And then some of the receptionists, you know, one of our, the head receptionist who's the manager of service and everything, she goes, I can't believe you just did that. And I went, why? She goes, he's the GM. I went, okay, who the fuck is he? Like, what the right. fuck does that mean to me? You know, and it's like people are scared of positions and, and quote unquote authority. But at the same time, like, fuck you. I feel like that also depends on, on, and uh, I, I always, I strongly believe this, even in, in my uh, uh, line of work, um, it depends on your importance to the company. If you're a, a, a good seller, if you are uh, an asset to the company, you can get away with more things. You know, I, I get a, a few more perks and other guys that, that don't have as many, uh, as much of a skill set that I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I kind of feel bad. Like they'll, they'll buy tools and different, like, you know, if I need a GPS, I'll tell them they'll get it for me. If I need tools, they, they'll just, they don't tell me no. They just, whatever I need, they, I just get. And I tell this to the other guys and they're like, you got that? You got this? I'm like, yeah. I mean, like, you guys didn't? Did you ask? They're like, yeah. They said no. And, you know, in my head, I'm like, well, you know, you, you got to be an asset to the, not that I want to tell them because, you know, I, I, I see everyone as like friendly competition. You know, I want to stay ahead of the pack. I'm not going to reveal my secret that, you know, I guess I'm doing that right now on the internet, but, um, that if you're more valuable, you can get away. With more well, that's not even a fucking secret. The, the, the problem is, is that value is also built on your opinion. Value is also built on your ability mm-hmm. to go. This might not be the right idea because like I, you know, and that's one thing that I always do with my management. I'm always very direct and very to the point and they know where I stand 24. Right. There's never a question. There's never a misunderstanding. Oh, what does Dave think? You always know what, what fucking Dave thinks. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to shy away from my opinion, but I always say to them, this is what I think. This is what I think we should do. Or this is what I think. I don't agree, but I'll do what you say because you're the boss. Right. You know, everybody knows where the fuck I stand 24 fucking seven. I will do my job like the good soldier, but mm-hmm. I'm not the blind soldier. I'm not the soldier who's just going to blindly go yes sir yes sir oh you want me to kill all these people no problem <laughs> you know it i do what i feel is right and what needs to be done and what needs to be said and i i stay true to myself but i do my job well let me you ask know. you are you an asset to the company uh i think so quite honestly <laughs> i think you are too and i think um, I mean, you, you said like, you know, everybody, you know, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people think that a lot of people know that, but I don't know if they truly understand it. Like, I, I feel like it's something people have in their heads, but it's something that not as like an idea that you've heard in, in, in passing. I feel like it's something that you have to live by. If you're a good salesman and I've, I've always considered you a good salesman. I, I, I think you've always been good at speaking and, and convincing uh, people and you know, uh, just being like, ever since we were kids, just being like a leader and, and kind of like, you know, drawing people towards you. 
And I feel like that that's gone into your sales. And I would, I mean, I don't know what position you are in, in your sales and in, in your. Uh, I'm just a salesperson. But... Yeah, I'm just a salesperson. Right. But the hilarity is, I even I joke about it that I'm the third manager. I'm the floor lead. I get everybody in line. Right. Like we have people who are bitching, like you know, oh, we're not getting paid enough, or we should make more money. And I'm just like, your job is to sell a fucking car. Well, everybody thinks that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they deserve it or not, you know, it's like, well, that's original idea. Thanks, buddy. You know, because to me, the way I see it, even though technically we are our own individual businesses, the the business as a whole, if it's not profitable, if my dealership is not profitable as a whole, it affects us long term because Mm -hmm. the following quarter, my our GM is going to go. These guys didn't make any fucking money. Fuck them. I'm not paying them. Right. So trying to make a point by, well, you need us. They know they need us, but do your fucking job. Yeah. Do what you have to do. You can say your opinion. You can be upfront about everything, but do your job to the best of the ability. Because if you are in a place that you don't want to be, pack your shit and leave. Mm-hmm. I did uh, it at my previous dealership, and it actually it benefited you. Yeah, it benefited me greatly. And now uh, Mohegan is desperate to get me back. I have gotten mm-hmm. three phone calls from them in the last fucking two days, and now it's to the point where the owner has asked me to call him. Right. Always remain an asset. And it's, it's hilarious because it's like I'm the one that got away. They told me I couldn't do it, <laughs> and I did it. He's got your I, picture. It's the, that Wolverine meme where yep. he's got the picture of Gene Gray. He's got you. Uh-huh. He, he's, sitting, he's sitting in his bed and it, with his bald little <laughs> head. a little picture of, of, of Dave, uh-huh. and he's petting it slowly. He's petting it. Come back to me. And it's just, no. Fuck you. No. You know, I'll have the conversation with him. I, I was supposed to call him today, and my, my day just got too crazy. So I'll call him and, hey, sorry, things got crazy. You know, and I respect the fuck out of the man because he taught me a lot. And, and, you know, he got me into the industry, and he, he taught me the, the love of it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he, he, he set me up, but I blossomed past what he expected. Yeah. Right. And now that, that he set a limit on me, and I went – fuck you and surpassed his limit. Now I'm in the position where I was talking to one of the, the elder salespeople there who used to own a dealership himself. And he said to me, you know, Oh, this is the offer. You know, this is what they're doing. And I went, I'm going to be honest with you, Ted. I have no reason to come back. I went, I fly solo. I run my numbers. I do what I want. I get away with what I want. And quite frankly, I'm running my own business with an overhead and he's going to want to control me. He's going to want to neuter me. And you and I both know him. It's going to take me a year before I'm back in his good graces. And I don't need that. Right. No, yeah, you don't need to go crawling back to him. I mean, unless he he's, he's seriously has an offer for you, you know, it's. But even, even if he threw fucking 20 grand at me and then he said, you know, I, I guarantee this for the year. But, you know, you can sell used cars again, blah, 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 which is great. You know, it, it's the ability to make money. I'm going to go from a big pond to a small pond again. Right. You know, and I've, I literally, and you know this, I had interviewed at other dealerships and it was offered management positions. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, why would I go backwards? Yeah. uh, Management. A lot of time is, uh, uh, that's what happened with uh, my wife. She, uh, she went into a management position and, you know, it, it was kind of, she actually got a pay cut too now. But, um, you know, that's what happens. You make more money on overtime or you make more money on sales or you make more money on commission, whatever you're doing. 
you go into management position and you know it's it's, it's not the same and not I, in all cases obviously but in a lot last of month i made almost as much as the assistant manager with mm-hmm. a quarter of the responsibility mm. why the fuck would mm-hmm. i why the fuck would i step up then you don't need that stress. I mean, with two kids, uh, one brand new, I mean, you don't need additional stress on top of all your shit. Well, you probably ego. have to be married to it, you know? Yeah, a lot it's more ego. Time there. Mm-hmm. It's the ego of I know best. You know what? Right. Even if I know best, I can do best at my, my, my desk. Yeah. I can run it how I want to run it. And it's just life itself. And, you know, and it, it brings us right back around to the beginning of it. It's just after that DMT experience, I've been humbled in a lot of the fucking things. On, that I use as value. I've mm. been humbled on the things that I thought were important. I don't need to be right. I don't need right. to prove I'm right. I don't need to have this like, see, I told you so. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, because what does it get you at the end of the day? Because I, mean, I may, exactly. I may be you right become in that addicted moment. To it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I may be right in that moment and I may be addicted to the feeling of being right, but at the end mm-hmm. of the day, that doesn't resonate with the person. They just think I'm a fucking dick. And yes, I'm a fucking yeah. dick. Yes, I'm a fucking asshole. Yes, I say what I want. Yes, but I'm a fucking But there's an acceptable amount of, of being a dick or an asshole. I feel but like, even you know. if there's not, even if, yeah. I, even if I push the fucking boundary, it's the fucking fact that at the end of the day, I'm not sitting there just looking for brownie points in a game that I'm playing by myself. Mm-hmm. Because when you're the only player on the fucking board, of course you're going to win. Yeah. You know, it's there's no fucking point to it and letting go of this need to be fucking right all the time is just it it, it's it baggage you, you didn't need yes yeah exactly yeah. you know and it's like i i don't even know what fucking triggered it recently but i'm back on my lifting habits i'm back into lifting heavy again and consistently and taking better care of myself been dropping mm. fucking weight like crazy i'm tightening back up my size is coming back you know, my strength is fucking skyrocketing again. And it's like, I'm really, really marinating on doing a powerlifting meet in November. Oh, yeah? The same meet, which was my last one. Right. And, you know, it's just... the next. I'd like to see you do that, yeah. The next two... So it's 19 weeks out. So probably then the next two weeks, I'll decide. Right. Um, I'll do another week because I'm doing more of a traditional bodybuilding with a little ex- heavy aspect mm-hmm. to it. But... You know, I'm recording myself. I'm tweaking certain things. Like I was having a lot of problems with benching. I was ha- getting a lot of pain the day after, having a lot of right. pain in the shoulder and the traps and everything. And I could not figure out why. So I recorded myself from two angles and I figured it out. I was mm-hmm. I was keeping my lats completely rolled forward instead of as you should in a bench, tucked into the bench. So right. I I figured it out this week. Did it? I had zero pain in my lat mm-hmm. and my shoulder. At least so, you remember your shit still. You know? Yeah, like I still remember my shit. I still know my shit. And it's just, it's retraining the body to go back to old habits and back to old routines. And I got to say, for the first time since I think my son was born, I feel more back to myself than I have in a while. Right. But I mean, that comes in cycles. You know, uh, that happens with me. I mean, this is one of the longest I've gone without working out. But, um, you know, it happens in cycles. You, you get into the mood where, you know, I don't know if it's a spike in testosterone, a, a mindset or, you know, just, you know, all the stars align and you're able to actually do it and you have the motivation. But, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with that. You, you've got plenty of life to go before you get too old to do this shit. So, you know, taking a, a break for a while isn't a bad thing. Well, Maybe this is your time to come back. You know what? And the, if it's not, whatever. The lifting aspect is just my trueness to myself. Yeah, therapy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's my therapy, but it's also trueness to me because mm-hmm. I need it. Like, I, I've really come to accept that I need it. Like, right. I'm not okay without it. I'm not. 
calm. I'm not level. I'm not, I'm not violent. Like that, that violence that brews inside me is just gone when I'm right. consistent with the lifting. And what I noticed was the, the sporadic working out, the randomness, letting four or five days pass between workouts. It was killing me. Mm-hmm. Because I was missing something I love, you know, and it's maybe working out is not it for you, but it's like when when you're separated from something and someone you love, it's just it it pulls at you. And right. for me, it was just pulling at my heart that and I didn't even realize how much it was where I just did not feel true to myself mm-hmm. because how important this is to me. And, and, you know, I'm not sitting here, I want a six pack, I want to be shredded. I just, I want to be true to myself in the fact that I, I need to lift, I need to right. do these things. And without doing these things, it's like, piece of me dies every day. Because back to the, the original comment of, we could be dead tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and it's like, from, from that, going, going back to the question I asked you about the Santeria and everything. I find myself starting to believe certain aspects of it, certain right, a, not sa- not Santeria specifically, but more more mm-hmm. to the sense that it's just like there's something else. There's something else. There's other things outside of you know this science, and just because science cannot explain it does not mean it doesn't exist. Right. Well, just because science hasn't found it doesn't mean that it can't be explained scientifically. Yes. You know? There's a lot of shit. Uh, t- take dark matter for example we don't know what it is it's it's a general term for the the solar system uh based on on well, actually einstein came up with the uh the phrase dark matter um the current uh solar system based on uh and and i i'm not a physics guy so you know if i'm wrong don't crucify me but uh the the way that uh physics works and you know uh, uh the, the gravity of each individual planet um, based on that model, planets should careen outside of the solar system because how fast they're moving, how large they are. Even mm-hmm. with the gravitational pull of the sun, it should not be enough with today's current model, how it is, unless we find a different equation. Um, everything should be hurtled into space. So there's some type of mass that's holding everything together, and that's what they call dark matter. You know, um, Just because it can't be explained by science now doesn't mean it might not be in the future. We might find out that you know, we can explain why you know, you, you see things uh, and, and with psilocybin or DMT or whatever, you know, I, I've heard uh, people theorize that it could just be um, our bodies are tuned to uh, sense certain things, you know, touch, sight, smell. But there are other the electromagnetic spectrum that we can't detect, uh, seeing UV light, you know, different light spectrums we can't detect that other animals can. You know, maybe doing DMT opens you up to all those different things that normally your brain just automatically ignores. You know, that was a, another uh, a theory that I read on uh, DMT psilocybin. So I was listening to my uh, my broski, Mr. Rogan. <laughs> um, you like Joe? Get out of here. No fucking way. I, I fucking. There's no way you like Joe Rogan. I ride his cock like a fucking hooker <laughs> and, and, and a goddamn orgy. Um, so he had this guy on and I'm drawing a blank on his name. But basically, he was a engineer who said he saw alien technology right. at uh, one of the Area 51s and everything. And they have all these videos from back in the fucking 80s and all this shit. And he was... This wasn't Alex Jones, was it? No. Fucking Jones. <laughs> See, what's funny is Jones doesn't believe in aliens. That's cra- It's fucking nuts. I don't know. 
what his deal is, uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't even begin to. Uh, it, it, it's to from him getting it. suplexed as a fucking child, I think. Because <laughs> he actually. Brain no, he talks about stories about him wrestling and getting suplexed through tables and shit as a kid. Yeah. So it's probably the fucking brain damage from that. But they, he talks about this, like, gravity, this, this fucking engine that's like an anti gravity machine and they couldn't figure it out. And he started right. listing all these things. And the fucked up part. You know, I'm not one of these guys whose UFOs are everywhere, and you know. But things he was saying, and they show like he had a a, doc, a documentary was done on him, and right. it shows video clips from him from the '80s talking about technology that's now just showing up. Hmm. And that kind of fucked me up a little bit. Yeah, you. I would take that with a grain of salt because I, I mean, take it with a grain of salt because it, if you look at Gene Roddenberry, uh, the creator of Star Trek, I mean, he came up with a lot of things, uh, the communications over video. Uh, but you got to remember, a lot of these scientists, iPads. a lot of these scientists chased his theories or chased that, the idea uh-huh. of the technology he had in Star right, Trek. Right, right. Uh huh. But I, I can say that. Yeah. You know, he's talking about things that they're now finding and and they're showing existed back then. Hmm. And it kind of fucked me up a little bit because I'm just like, <laughs> is there something? Because of there's there's, of course there's a possibility of it, right? Yeah, of course there of course, is. Yeah, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, you know, and maybe it's just the the limit of the human mind. To me, it's like, wouldn't they be ruling us? Wouldn't yeah, they? Yes. Wouldn't yeah. they be conquering us? But at the same time, if they're anything like us, they they would. If but, they're anything like us, they would. But there's exactly there's the point. If they were like us, mm-hmm. so and and what's funny is that during one of his his the, this guy that was on, he was talking about um. They showed in because I watched the documentary right after it's on Netflix, and right after I watched the documentary and he talks about this galaxy, that uh, where they think everything came from. And then years later, they start to – they find the galaxy and they find – you know, they theorize that an element was created because of uh, two stars that were in sync orbit mm-hmm. because the gravity was so strong it was creating the, these elements. And then they – scientists were able to create this element without it being stable momentarily. Right. So our technology is catching up to things he was saying in the 80s. Mm-hmm. We found where they were talking about. We found two stars to, to back up what this guy was saying. And it's almost like, fuck. <laughs> like, but also to, to, to play devil's advocate, um, the government does have a lot of technology that is they don't talk about. more advanced than, than we know that they mm-hmm. don't talk about. They could be 40 years ahead of, of what's out on the current market. The Blackhawk. Blackhawk. What's that? I've heard the, of that. The, no, the Black Hawk, uh, the bombers. Right. What about them? I'm not following. Well, we didn't know they they existed forever. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. 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 And then uh, found out about the technology. Uh, there was so I remember there being some controversy. What was that? Do you remember that? There's like a controversy around that. Well, yeah, not not even, up. not even controversy. Like we didn't know it existed forever until they finally got like pictures of it, right? And yeah. released it. I, I I've heard that yeah before too. But yeah, fuck. I mean, hell, cell phone technology. I'm sure they had years before it actually came out. You know what's funny? What, what happened to Nextel? Because the government bought the all those uh, 
the the entire infrastructure for that, mm-hmm. and it's gone now. I thought Sprint did. I thought Sprint. Yeah, Sprint did, and then so. yeah, then they sold it to the government. Did they? Huh. Yeah, they they sold the entire they infrastructure to the dick military. With it. Yeah. No, they sold it to the the military. Uh-huh. Do they still use it, or is it just dead? Th- that's my question. Yeah. <laughs> right. Nobody knows. I mean, it was cool at the time, but like, I mean, the internet's like far surpassed Nextel in, in anything. I mean, uh, video communication is way better than bloop 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 bloop. You know, anyone can FaceTime over uh, iPhone, iPad, whatever. Uh, they got Skype. They can use. I mean, they they even have push to talk that's digital. You don't have a physical button. You can actually just pull up an app. Um, you connect with somebody else. You just hit the button, and you know it, it does it dig- you know digitally over the internet. And it's like, why have Nextel? Yeah, but it's almost like it's almost like why why are you keeping this analog system? Mm-hmm. What are you worried about? You know, maybe hacking and things like that. Right, like- that could be there. You know, actually, they, they, uh, I was actually just reading an article. Um, they think, they suspect China hacking uh, different businesses in the U.S. Well, that's why they just banned Huawei from... Uh, yeah, but attack. no, 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 this was a, a recent attack. Uh, if I can find it, it was a recent attack um, where they found, um, yeah, uh, telecommunication firms and possible uh, Chinese espionage campaign. Was on, yeah, uh, I think CNBC. that was the Huawei stuff. Yeah, I think that was the Huawei stuff. Um, you know, you know, Google pulled their their platform from them. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of so the uh, entire the entire Android platform. You know, part of that want uh, I, I want to wonder if part of that is because of the trade war, and they're just claiming things that are happening, and as a reason as to why they should limit and fuck with China more. You know, and, and I yeah. feel like China's doing the same. They banned off FedEx from uh, their international shipping, um, and and then actually FedEx is suing the government. FedEx is in the <laughs> they got a lot of shit going on. FedEx is suing the government because they're trying to force them to check every single package that comes through from China, which is like absolutely insane. And, and there's no way that that can happen. So I, I kind of want to end on this because we're, we're already past an hour. But have right. you heard have you heard the Google censoring everything? Uh, I've heard of that. Yeah. And uh, it's with Chrome, right? They're having a, a huge issue with Chrome. No, no, no on YouTube, meaning. So uh, a memo oh, just okay. a memo just came out recently showing that some people inside of of Google were now starting to censor a lot of the what they call the dark web people Jordan Peterson Joe Rogan uh, David Rubin right. Ben Shapiro and that they're pu- pushing people away from recommendations with it you know because a lot of the, the way the algorithm works on YouTube is that the the way the algorithm works is it's supposed to recommend you to similar things so you can continue to watch things you like. And what they're finding, especially with what this memo says, is that they were pushing them in the opposite direction. So if you're some gun-toting fucking conservative, you know, anti-abortion, this, that, and the other thing, typically the the algorithm should have pushed you more towards gun-toting, abortion, anti-abortion, conservative shit. But they're pushing you more towards MSNBC, CNN, you know, things that are a little more central and liberal. Mm-hmm. And what I find interesting is the whole time that they have been brought before the government, brought before everything, they're saying we are not a censorship. We allow whatever as long as it falls within the guidelines where no one's getting hurt, no one's getting threatened, you know, acts of violence are being portrayed, but they're coming to find that they're actually being censored. Right. So it comes down to are you an entity that's completely neutral so you should have a, a 
ability to not be controlled by the government or put with any sort of controlling aspects of the government because you're almost like a newspaper Mm -hmm. or are you a private company that's running their own ship right because right now it's a monopoly yeah oh yeah oh yeah you know where else can you go yeah, Vim- Vimeo and Vimeo, uh, but yeah, yeah, but nobody fucking uses that. If I said no, Vimeo to some fucking kid, you know, a teenager, they'd be like, What's <laughs> right. that? Yeah. You know, I, I think there's an even more uh, important question. Um, and it, it should companies be able to limit or it, it, ooh, uh, should be able to limit or ignore uh, your First Amendment right, your freedom of speech? Like, should a company be able to do that? Like, if you come into my house or any amendment, you know, for that matter, if you come into my house, can I say, you know, uh, let's, uh, you know, compare my house to their platform. You're in their house, you're on Facebook, you're on YouTube, whatever, you're in their house. So if you're in my house, can I tell you murder is okay in my house? You know, can I, I, I change laws because you're in my house? And what rules, you know, like, what can we get away with? Can, if they can limit free speech on their platforms, what else can they do? You know, where does it end? Yeah, I feel like and- we need to... We need to expand on, on, you know, amendments to, uh, you know, today's technology. I think our technology is too far ahead of the Constitution. And I also think that we just trust these sources. Yeah. We just trust oh, yeah. these sources to do the right nature. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're businesses. Even, even knowing, on top of that, even knowing that they don't do the right thing, you still trust them. Because mm-hmm. everybody knows what's going on with Facebook. You can't find, at least within... Uh, 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 18 year old to let's say uh, 40 year old age range everybody knows what's going on with Facebook they know the privacy issues they know the data leaks people still go on they still trust these news sources they, they say fake news fake news this fake news that but they still trust these things you know it's like uh, I, I don't think people are going to learn unless we make major changes because it's just human nature to you trust something you want to believe in it and especially if it fits your narrative if something that you deeply believe in and they use that, like, let's say if, if you're, uh, you know, uh, deeply democratic or deeply uh, conservative and here comes an article that is conservative or liberal or, or whichever way you lean. And then, you know, they, they speak about that, but they also include a lie. You're more willing to believe them because they fit, you know, who you are and what you believe in. And I think that's a flaw in human nature. It is a flaw in human nature, but it, it's. My issue with it, you know, they're brought Google's brought before Congress and everything. Oh, they all are, yeah. That's and, fucking and they're busy saying that they're neutral parties, but now they're getting caught with their fucking dick in their hand. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, don't worry, I'm not gonna try to fuck her. Oh, oh, god, my dick's in her. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it, I don't know how this dick got here. It's just they're getting caught with their fucking pants down and their dicks in their hands, right? For shit that they knew they were gonna try to do. Hmm. You know, and I know it, it is a slippery slope. Um, you, you sent me that, uh, that podcast I listened to, and I understand that including um, or making laws to uh, limit what companies can do, you know, getting government involved can be dangerous. But, uh, you know, it, it, it limits the amount of, of a competition that's out there. It, it prevents this little man from being able to rise up if, uh, let's say, they, they include, um, which I, I heard uh, – one of the things they mentioned, which I never thought I would agree with anything that uh, Ted Cruz said, but, you know, they said um, uh, expanding on libel laws. You know, if you say the wrong things or you, you uh, post an article, you know, if Facebook can get sued for that or if, you know, whatever uh, platform, they'd be less willing to host those things. They'd be more willing to moderate what they're doing. 
But at the same time, if a small company is trying to get started up, one lawsuit could completely end it. Completely. You know? Completely. Yeah. And it could them. be the next big Facebook. Yeah. And it, they could get completely ended because of a, a libel law that got expanded. But we got to find some type of balance because uh, it, it's, it's out of control right now. I don't know. It, it, it's kind of it's kind of scary because it's just like, you know, we're, we're doing we're doing this podcast on fucking Anchor, and what if Anchor decided, you know what, I don't like your last name, so you're right. either gonna have to, you know, say this this podcast fucking blew up and it got huge, and all of a sudden they're just like, I don't like that your your last name's a Rivera. You're gonna have to change it. We're fucked. Right. What the fuck are we gonna do? Yeah, we yeah. Can, we can pull out. We can start the show up again under a different name, et cetera, et cetera, and and different platforms. But it's just. That brings up that question. Um, mm-hmm. Should they be able to limit our freedom of speech? Should a company be able to do that? I mean, it is in the amendment as of right now. I was actually just reading this uh, earlier. It is the, uh, in the amendment that uh, if it's in a private you know, uh, business or uh, uh, private residence or something like that, you can. There are limits, the things that you can do to limit it, you know, unless you're a government association or associated with the government or anything like that. But, you know, should it be like that? You know, should they be able to be like, oh, well, you know, uh, we didn't say that. So, you know, it's uh, the content that the user posted. It's not what we posted. Should they be held responsible for it? Well, you know what? It, it, you can't have both. No. You, you, you can't have the, the freedom of a newspaper, essentially, freedom of the press and freedom of, of expression and all this other shit. But meanwhile, you can drop the hammer whenever the fuck you feel like it and demonetize these people and pull away their ability to make a living. When you you essentially are making a living off of these people's content because right. ad revenue is coming from the people's content that you're getting mm-hmm. for free. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's and, it's the fucked up thing of the Internet right now. Yeah. We're I mean, still evolving. We are. Yeah. And, and even not censoring is just as dangerous as censoring I, I, in certain situations. Like, I feel like that's where the anti-vaxxer movement's coming from. That's where the flat earther movement, I mean, flat earther isn't so dangerous, but anti-vax is deadly. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's just fucking retarded. But anti-vax. There's an ice wall. Yeah, right. That's crazy. Who the fuck believes this shit? Take a fucking plane, bro. They fly around the world. They literally have a fucking Netflix documentary right now on flat earth. Yeah, I know. I saw that. And they they disproved themselves in the documentary. There there was one scene where... uh, they had this idea if they separate themselves, you know, two people like uh, something like a mile apart. Right. And they have two points, uh, equal, you know, uh, equally distant from, uh, you know, uh, uh, sea level, you know, so they, they level out two points. They said, if there is a curvature to the earth standing at this height, I should not be able to see that other point. Um, so he, he gets up, you know, he gets on the ladder and he's like, because the earth is flat, we're going to be able to see it. So he's looking for it, and they're, they're on walkie talk. He's like, oh, I, I don't see it. I, I don't see it. And they kept going. He's like, you know what? Raise it above your head. So the guy lifts it up, and uh, then he could see the, the light, whatever they had on that point. And he's like, oh, well, that's interesting. You know, because he had to lift it because of the curvature of the earth. And so mm-hmm. he disproved himself. And this fucking lunacy. Like, holy shit. Absolute lunacy. I just don't understand it. But not moderating is can be not in all situations, but can be just as deadly, you know? And I, I understand, uh, you know, Facebook's a pioneer and, and where it's at and, and all these are, are new, you know, things relatively only a couple of years old, but we, we, we got to find something. We got to put the, the best minds together, which is not you and I, <laughs> um, uh, better minds. Than speak you for I. yourself. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Speak for yourself. Of course. NASA yeah. has called me several times <laughs> since we started started this, begging me Trump to come back. Trump has personally called me. <laughs> He's personally called me. Dave, you're going to be great. David, it's tremendous. You need to come. <laughs> That's my Trump impersonation. All over me. So. All over me. Classy. <laughs> All right, but I mean, that's all I got. I think we'll end there. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is The Middle Ground with the Rivera Brothers, Odd Dog Rivera and the Reekin. I think I'm going to cut out the re- the freaking part. I think I'm just going to start. You're not freaking the anymore. I'm a I little. Mean, freaking. You're an adult now. You're you're, you're you've matured. I'm you matured. Don't be freaking anymore. You have two I, children. You know? I think everyone knows I'm freaking. So I think just <laughs> just the reeking. It's implied. Oh, it's okay. implied it's now. It, it's, it's like the implication. Uh, it's like the Mustang. It's a muscle car. You just know as soon as you it's see the name. Yeah. But right, uh, right. thank you for listening, guys. If you like, please like, share, comment, let us know what you think, and we appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good night. I'm going to.